Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calvert. And thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day. Listen to what this guy has to say. And as you guys know from uh, last week's show, the um, yeah, the show is going to a weekly basis. Just with everything going on in my life right now, I just really couldn't keep up with the schedule. And I was writing myself ragged trying to do a daily show um, with everything else going on. Um, and... Uh, so I switched it over uh, for right now. That's the way it's going to stay until um, you know, my schedule either lightens up or who knows, I might just keep it at this weekly schedule to uh, for efficiency so I don't have to go back to this again, you know, should something else come up. Um, you, know, and, you know, I've got to take care of my health too, so that's always important and paramount because obviously can't do the show if I'm not healthy enough to do the show, right? So... Uh, this weekend, this last weekend, was the film festival, and it was a complete and total, absolute failure and bust. Um, I sold a grand total of two copies of my book, uh, but not because, you know, I, I, you know, probably had maybe 30 people walk by, by my table, and that's more not because of the fact that there weren't that many people interested. People that walked to my table, like, ran up to it was like, oh my god, this artwork is so amazing. Um, so, huge shout out to Isaac Stone uh, for, for the artwork. And I made sure to point out to everyone, like, no, I did not draw this. I'm not that talented. And I uh, showed them, you know, the page in the book. I was like, this is the guy. Look him up. He's really awesome. Um... But, you know, they came out Friday morning, and, and the guy that runs the the film festival was like, hey, you know, we're going to have tons of panels, and people come in <clears throat> over here, because they had a stage, they had, you know, seats and everything, uh, and then the other half, or really two-thirds of the space that we were in was for vendors, and then they had the stage, and everything for the panels to come through, right? So the first day, uh, one panel came through, and the rest of the panels and stuff they did actually there um, in the, like, theater rooms that they had set up. And so I th we had one singer come in, one another singer was supposed to come in, however, unfortunately, he uh, had sent the wrong music to them so he couldn't sing and then he got very upset about the fact that he couldn't sing even though he'd sent the wrong music so not sure what all happened there I wasn't there for it I just I had heard um, you know when he was like oh no no that's the wrong track play this track and they're like no we don't have that that's not on this in this email you sent us so I did hear that because that was I was close enough to hear it um but yeah, so people didn't really come through at all. I mean, these these uh, events happened. They had the little panels there in the theater rooms. They never really funneled anybody to us. So, um, you know, even though I only sold two books, there's a good chance I sold more books than other people there. As a matter of fact, we were supposed to be there until six both days. From like 10 to six both days. And, um, 
on Saturday, there were people packing up and leaving around 3 o'clock. <laughs> so, um, it was it was a disaster. And none of that was the fault of the person running the Digital Village. Um, because, you know, like I said, we were told all these people were going to be funneled through here. We were told all these these singers and these groups were going to be coming through and they never and you know for panels and they never actually sent any of those people over you know so because there were events going on from early in the morning until like midnight and we saw a total of two panels and two or three singers that was it most of the time there was a dj most of the time, there's just music playing in the background. Um, deafening, sometimes deafeningly loud music playing in the background, so it was really hard to talk to people because I had to almost yell to be heard. I'm standing you know, right beside somebody, and I'm like, yeah, and this is blah, 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 and this is what the book's about, and yeah, the artwork's really cool, and it was done by this person, and, you know. So, uh, like I said, there were several people that were... were had less sales than I did. Um, Saturday morning, though, first thing in the morning, I went to a couple of the tables and bought stuff. I, um, it's a technique that, uh, you know, some, when my mom did craft shows, uh, that some people would do that call it ice breaking, and my mom would go around or other vendors would go around and buy something from a couple tables to kind of break the ice, you know, like the, okay, things have been purchased now when the crowds come in they're going to start buying stuff so I went to five tables and bought a few things here and there and I told them I was like hey I'm just trying to break the ice get get some purchases going you know get the momentum building and that way when people start coming in they'll be in that buying mood I mean I, it's probably just psychosomatics but you know I was willing to try anything at that point because we were all sitting there for 14 15 16 hours each day like doing nothing I mean just just hanging out and uh, you know needless to say I got out of the event on Saturday and the dock wasn't open yet so I couldn't go get my car and pull it in to haul off my books because I had about a hundred copies so I couldn't I couldn't come into the dock so I had to go go to my car which was parked about three or four blocks away I'd get the dolly that I carried all the boxes in on bring it back to the convention center load up all my boxes and then haul them you know three or four blocks back to my car load them up it was like 75 degrees outside so it was it was a little toasty for for hauling equipment um, you know especially that much uh so it was interesting to say the least and uh yeah so needless to say i wasn't in the best mental state on sunday and just you know had a had a rough go of it i felt like an absolute total failure i didn't want to do anything i didn't want to talk to anybody um my mom had you know, ask if uh, I'd be interested in taking my dad to see Captain Marvel. Of course, we couldn't have went really anyway for Captain Marvel because it's still kind of selling out. 
Um, I mean, they've put it in smaller theaters, but even though it's still, like, I wouldn't have been able to get in. Because <laughs> there weren't seats unless you want to sit in the front um, after it's been in theaters for a month now. So that's still pretty, that's pretty amazing. Usually after a month, any movie, there might be two or three people in there, and you're two of them. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, and I'm, I'm super glad to hear that, that this one is doing so well. I mean, I, I've seen it, I enjoyed it, it was a good movie, but, you know, to see it still selling out, even when it gets moved, is, is impressive. Um, most movies don't have that same power. As a matter of fact, less people were going to see Hellboy, that just came out this weekend, then we're going to see Captain Marvel, which tells you something. Of course, Hellboy, from what I understand from the reviews, was horrendously bad. But, you know, basically, I, the one review that I thought was the funniest, they said, if you're planning to go see this in theaters, take the money you'd spend on the tickets and go buy the ones with Ron Perlman and watch those instead. Um, so they, they actually recommend knife and wasting your money to go see them. So that was... Uh, and that was one of the better reviews that I, I read. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, so I, I try to take my dad out for that because my mom would ask about it. And she's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. He can go, he can wait to see it when it comes out on DVD. He can, he can pick it up then. And I'm like, but I want to go. I want to get out of the house. I'm in a funk. I'm depressed. I want something to kind of lighten my spirits. Oh, no, no, it's okay. You just go home and rest. Okay. So... Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, you know, this is part of the thing too, you know, is, is not everything being an entrepreneur is, is always positive. You know, you're going to end up, um, you know, having those down days too. And that's why I'm sharing this story is, uh, you know, it's, it's not all, you know, Ferraris and private jets. Some, there's bad days too. Um, and I probably wouldn't have been so let down by the fact that I only sold two copies of my book uh, at that event if it wasn't for the fact that it cost me $250 to sit there for those, you know, two days. I was there for 16 hours each day, you know, 32 hours I sat there. I sold two books. And it cost me $250 to sit there. So I actually lost, at the end of the day, I lost, you know, about right around 220 bucks. Yeah, you because know, I had to buy the books. Well, you know, and on top of the fact that I also had to buy the books, too. So I had that expense as well. So at the end of the day, everything I spent to set up at this event was around six or $700. Now, granted, I still have the books. And I can still sell them. But... Um, I was hoping to come away with, like, oh, yeah, I, I just need a place to throw away these boxes, and I'm going to walk out of here, you know, with my hands in my pocket and my book bag on my back and leave, not leave with 98 books out of 100. <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, as a matter of fact, I made more sales after the event. I, I left Saturday, and I went up to the mall and, to uh, two of the officers that do security, um, at Moonlight as security guards at the uh, mall and theater, um, actually, I wanted to buy a copy. So I, so weekend total, you know, including leaving the event to go to the mall, 
um, I sold a ton of cop got a total of four books so um, so yeah it was uh, it was definitely a rough and tough and uh, iffy iffy week and uh, or weekend really and uh, you know it's Monday I'm looking to get back on the horse I'm looking to get you know get back in the groove and just be just be you know just just recover you know and uh, build everything back up and, and start over and, and figure out somewhere else to go something else to do some other angle to attack this at and uh, you know just to be at peace you know I just Sunday I mean I spent most of the time just didn't go outside I mean I did dishes I did chores around the house I did um, I, I found the Roomba it decided to die somewhere where I couldn't see it I'd looked for it a couple times couldn't find it eventually figured out that it was behind something so the angle I was looking at I wouldn't have saw it so I decided to take another look around the house and uh, found it <laughs> got it charging so uh so today when i get home i'll uh be running the roomba laying it do the, the base cleanup stuff you know i use the main vacuum for the big stuff but you know it gets a lot of the little nooks and crannies that i just can't get to with a giant humongous vacuum cleaner uh, like under the couches uh, when it decides to not die under the couch and hide but uh but anyway so yeah yeah just trying to get back into the groove shake off this funk and uh you know turn turn it around you know that's that's where i'm focused that's where my mind and my energy are right now it's just just breaking off that funk and just moving forward you know just finding my center again you know because it was so jarring it was like you know a car accident you know it was just like you know like I couldn't stop this this downward negative spiral. I was just along for the ride. The longer I sat at that event and had time to think, you know, I mean, I'd occasionally get up and I'd talk to some of the other vendors, and I met a lot of amazing people that had incredible stories. I mean, a lot of different authors that wrote about their lives and stuff, and I'm just like, wow, how are you still standing? <laughs> you are such an amazingly strong person. Um, but you know, we were all discouraged by the fact that nothing was happening. No, no sales, no people, were, no people were coming in. It wasn't just no sales. No people were coming in. There was nobody. I mean, very few people. Um, like one lady, she actually decided, forget this. She grabbed up a couple copies of her books and went down to the actual like theater sections. And when people got out, she started walking up to them like, Hey, have you seen my book? You know, she just started hustling. And, I mean, she was the only one to do it. All the rest of us were just sitting there just, like, too, you know, you know, uh, exhausted psychologically to, to do something like that. Um, so I know I wasn't, wasn't the only one to experience that, but it was definitely, uh, you know, it was, it was rough, you know, because... You know, you're like, yeah, you know, this is going to be a great event. 
You know, I, I mean, even if I would have sold like five bucks, I would have been happy. You know, and, and you know, I mean, I would have been like, I mean, selling, I guess, even one, I should be happy, but, you know, I was hoping to at least break even and not be like, wow, that was a waste of $600 to do all of this, you know. So, uh, I, I'm sorry this is heavy. I'm sorry this is, you know, kind of down from my normal normal show, but, you know, this is really what's happening, this is really what I'm going through right now, this is, this is where I'm at, you know, and I, I want to be honest with you guys, so you can see that journey, and see that, you know, things aren't always going to work out the way you think they are, you know, because you got to be prepared for it, you know, because if you're not, you know, it'll put you in a bad place, put you where where I was <laughs> so um, with that being said guys thank you as always for listening thank you for tuning in I I've supposedly got some interviews coming up um, I've had so many reschedule 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 so I don't honestly know if these interviews are actually going to happen we'll just have to wait and see um, I'm looking forward to them if they do uh, if they don't I, I guess uh, we'll, we'll see, but um, for right now, um, I've got at least two scheduled that I know of, so um, those should be coming up in the next coming weeks, um, you know, because obviously I think I have one tomorrow, and that'll air next Monday, and then I have one Thursday or Friday, and that one will air the following Monday, um, so yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, stay positive, stay strong, uh, keep on trucking, you know, find your center, refill your cup, you know, and, and find a different angle of attack, you know, that's, that's the best advice I can give you is don't get discouraged, don't, you know, negative things are going to happen, you know, things aren't always going to work out the way you hoped or you planned, you just got to go back, and I'm saying this as much to myself as I am to you guys. You just got to go back to the drawing board and try again. That's just sometimes that's all you can do. So, have a great day, guys, as always, and Car Thoughts out. Are you a veteran, active duty military, or first responder? You could be making extra cash by simply enjoying something that you probably drink every day. That's right, coffee. Hi, I'm Jason Jean, the founder of Tattered Beans. We're a different type of coffee company. Each coffee purchase made at tatterbeans.com helps put extra cash in the pockets of our veterans, active duty military, and first responders. Get signed up now at submit.tatterbeans.com so you can start enjoying everything that we have to offer.